Today she is Masechta Yuvamastaf Memtes. We will begin Bezer Shemiz Baruch at the top of the Amr at the Mishnah. It says the Mishnah, Ezu Mamzer, who is identified as a Mamzer, that we know that under certain circumstances a child born from a marriage that should have not have taken place, the child that's born as a Mamzer, the Allah is that a, not, a Jew is not allowed to marry a Mamzer. So ask the Mishnah, who is the Mamzer? So the Mishnah called any person that's born Shabasar Shubala Yavai. Anybody who's born from a marriage, says Rabbi Kiva, who should not which should not have taken place, Div Rabbi Kiva. That is the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. So according to Rabbi Kiva, the Allah is that if there is a relationship that should not have taken place, that is the Allah. That child is a Mamza. Shimonat Tamani Aimer. Shemet Tamani, however, his opinion is, It has to be a marriage that is also with Issacharis. But if there's no Issacharis involved in that marriage, although, of course, one should not get married, one may not have gotten married to such a woman, a Chivilavin, the Allah is that it's still not a Mamzer, only with a Chivkaris. Yeshua's opinion is that it has to be a child that's born with a relationship that involves a Mrs. Bezdin. Amr Rav Shem ben Azai comments, I found a document in Yushalayim that had on it the yichas of a mishpacha, and it said there, and it was written in that star, in that document, Ish Plani Mamzer, that the following individual is a mamzer because he was born from Eshish. A married woman had a relationship with a different man, and therefore, with a man, and therefore, the child born from it, from that ma- from that relationship, was a mamzer. This proves us the opinion of Rabbi Shua. So Rashi says, what does it mean? It didn't actually, says Rashi, say in that document that Rabbi Shua is right. What the ta- what Ben Azai is saying is that once we saw that document, and the document said that that the child that was born from a chiv, from such a marriage with a misav deshemayim neisus ish, that it's a proof that Rabbi Shua is correct. So of course, the Achronim asked the question: What is the proof from this document that the Allah is like Rabbi Shua? Maybe the story that this document is recording was with a Eishashish. But it could well be that this is not conclusively a proof that a ma- that somebody born from a Chayvikrisis, or from a Chayvilavi even, would not be a Mamzer. So the Rechroinim respond that if, the, if any marriage that's not supposed to take place, any relationship that's not supposed to take place, as, as Rekiva's opinion is, produces a Mamzer, why was the halacha, why did it have to indicate that that child was born from Eishasish? It could have just said that, it could have just said that this child is a mamzer. The fact that the document went out of its way to indicate that the reason that this individual was a mamzer was because he was born from Eishasish is to tell us because it was an Issa Mises Bezdin, that's why it had to be, that's why the child was identified as a mamzer. Otherwise, the child would not have necessarily been identified as a mamzer, and that's a proof that the halacha 
is like Yeshua, only from an Eshesish. Taisu says, why does the document have to indicate that it was an Eshesish? It should have just said that he was born from a, from a relationship that involved the Mises Bezdin, and that would be a proof that the Allah is like Rabbi Yeshua. So Taisus answers that if it would have just said Chi of Mises Bezdin, we would maybe think, says Taisus, that a marriage of a, a relationship with Aishas Ish is maybe different than other Mises Bezdin. Because as we know, when somebody does an Avera, which there is a chi Mises Bezdin, there are different degrees of the there are different degrees of punishment, and for somebody who has a relationship with Neshes Ish, there's only a chi of chenek, and we would think that since it's only chi of chenek, and moreover, as the Rishonim point out, the Issa Neshes Ish in a way is a weaker Isser than all the other Isurim, because it's an Isser that once she's no longer Neshes Ish that Isser expires. So we would think that even if you'll, even, Rabbi, even if though Rabbi Shua says there's a Chiv, that the Mamzer comes from a Chiv Mises Bezdin, maybe not Eish for the two reasons we just gave. It's a, it only has, it carries with it a Chiv Chenek, and also only carried, and also carries with it a, that it's less of an Isser because it could become Mutter when, when she's no longer an Eish that's why we, the document went out of its way to indicate that even from Isser, Eishas Ish, the child is considered a full-fledged mamzer. We've learned many times in our Masechta about the Isser of Achos Isha. And we explained the Torah, it says, V'isha al-Achos le'sikach litzror, legalos avos aleh b'chayah, the Torah teaches us that one's wife's sister you may not marry. Says the Mishta but once one's wife's sister passes away, at that point, mutar achayisai. Girsha, even if he divorced his wife and his first wife died, died that's when mutar achayisai. Nisus la'acher umesa, if you divorced your wife and now she married somebody else, and therefore the Allah is that you can't remarry her, still, only after mesa, after she dies, muta b'chasa. The the same thing yivimtai. The halach is a yavam can't do yibum with a chais ishtai. Shemesa muta b'chasa chalutzla umesa. If he did chalitza to her, the halach is and she died muta b'chasa nisas laach umesa. And then let's say she married somebody else. He did chalitza on a woman. And that, that woman went and then married somebody else. So as long as that woman, as that woman that with whom you did chalitz is alive, the Allah is you can't do with, you can't marry a sister. Because just like there's an iser of a chais ishtoi, there's an iser of a chais chalutzasai. But once the chalutza dies, this chais chalutzasai emanates from the iser of a chais ishtoi. So if there's no iser of a chais ishtoi after his wife passes away, Similarly, there won't anymore be an Isra Chos Chalutzasai after his Chalutzah dies, and therefore at that point, Mutabach Ask the Gemara, my time the Rebekiva, as we started the Shir, the Rebekiva's opinion is that as, as any woman that carries with it a Chi of Lav, the child born from such a union will be a Mamzer. 
Says the Gemara, where does the Rekiva take this from? Says the Gemara, except the Pasuk says, Lo yikach ish es ish es aviv. The Torah is not allowed to, the Torah tells us that a man may not marry a woman that his father had relations, married, even if it wasn't his mother. And then the Torah continues adding the words, Lo yigalik naf aviv. And we discussed in our Masechta, what does the Lo yigalik naf aviv mean? Knaf Shirah Aviv Loyigala. Any woman that your father had relations, you may not marry, even if he wasn't married to that woman. Because Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi Huda, Dama Ba'anusus Aviv Akosus Medaber. The Pasuk is coming to teach us that a woman that your father wasn't even married to, but it was a woman that your father had relations, a woman that your father violated. Such in a woman, you're not allowed to have relations. And that posik, that posik is a chayvilavin, because there is no chiv misa as there is be'eshes av when there is a chiv, when the, like there is by, like there is by eshes aviv, and certainly imai. And then the posik says, the Torah continues to say, Alma, the Torah says, the Torah is trying to teach us that we learn from here, Mihani, such a woman, that there's a Chiyav Lav, there's a, there's a Isser, uh, creates a Mamzer. But Taisus asks that these two Psukim are not really directly one after the other. Because after the Pasik of Loyigal Knaf Aviv, then the Torah says Loyava Daka, and only afterwards does the Torah say Loyava Mamzer. So why are we saying that that's what the Torah is teaching us? Answers Taisvis that the Pasuk of Dak and Kurus Shifcha cannot be here to teach us who is a Mamzer. Because the definition of Betzua Dak and Kurus Shifcha are individuals who are unable to have children. So they're not producing Mamzerim. It must be speaking about this case which involves Chai Vilavin. But ask the Aruchaner, but why do we say that the Pasuk of a Mamzer? Therefore, as we just learned from Taisvis, is going two Pesukim back. Why don't we say the Pesuk is going one Pesuk for, further? And the Torah is talking about Loyava Amoni And that's what the Torah is teaching us that is, produces a Mamsa. So the Aruch answers, it always makes more sense when we're learning Smuchim to go from the Pesuk before to, to make Smuchim rather from the Pesuk afterwards. Or Rab Samoy asked the Gemara, "Koin Rab Samoy the Marba Shachai Velavin the Lav the Share that even a relationship that doesn't involve any relationship, just an Isser that you're not allowed to marry such a, such a woman regarding any such 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 a woman." Or Rab Sheva the Marba Afil Chai Veessay. Rab Sheva says that even when the Isser is only a Chai Veessay. Nafgaloi, how do they know? They can't be learning from this Pasik. Because this is a Pasik that teaches us about a chayv lav that's based on a relationship, on somebody your father had relationship. Answers the Gemara, Nafgalu, they learn it from the Vav. So the way most Rishonim learned from the extra word, the extra letter Viloyavai, from that Vav we learn. But the Ritva has a different Girsah. Ritva's Gersa is that since the Torah says loy yavai, loy, whenever the Torah describes this is a relationship, the loy should not have happened. The product of the product 
of such a relationship is the Torah is teaching us will be considered the product of such a relationship will be considered a mamzer. Says the Gemara, the Shimonatamani, Shimonatamani that says, as we just learned in our Mishnah, that a mamzer is only produced from chayv ekrisis. Where does he take this from? Savalek Rabbanon. He agrees with the opinion of the Rabbanon who disagree with the way Rabbi Yehuda explained the words Loigal Knaf Aviv. Rather, he explains, as the Rabbanon explained, the Amri, that what is the Pasuk speaking about? B'Shemeris Yovim Sh'oviv HaKosav B'Daber. The person is talking about the woman who was married to the father's brother and then the father, the brother died without any children. So she is a Shemeris Yovam to the father, but to him, to the son of the father, to the nephew, she's an aunt. And she's Aishis Achi Oviv. And the Allah is that Aishis Achi Oviv is a Chayvikrisis. And here we have an example, Vloigal Knaf Oviv. The Torah is t- teaching us that she's Osir. The Samachlai, and next to it, as we just learned, the Torah says, Layava Mamzer. So we see that what is the model? Where is a Chayve Mamzer created? Mechayve Krisis. When there's a situation of Chayve Krisis, that's a Mamzer. So, of course, I saw that, was, that Rashi, in trying to understand this Gemara, says like this We're saying the Legal Knaf Oviv is coming to teach us an ant. Not like Rabbi Yehuda said, that's coming to teach us that a person with whom the father had your father had relations is also to you. So Rashi seems to be troubled with the opinion of the of, of the bottom. The Isser of an ant is an Isser that we've already learned previously in Amasachta. So there's really no need to mention that Isser again. The Isser to marry a, a Nusus Aviv is not a It's not something that we find in any pasuk. So the question is, why would Shimon Atimani prefer the Chumim prefer to say that the pasuk of Loigal Knaf Oviv is talking about an ant rather than saying it's talking about a about a, a Nusas Oviv, which would be something that we haven't learned previously. So Rashi seems to explain because they knew that you don't have a mamzer. You don't have a mamzer from Chayvilavin. And if they would say that a nusus aviv is osur, the result would be that you do have a mamzer from Chayvilavin. In order to avoid that problem, they, they agreed that the Pasuk must be speaking about, even though it's something that's already taught, that the Pasuk must be speaking about an ant, and the Torah is telling, which is a Chayvikrisis, and the Torah is coming to teach us that there is a mamzer only by Chayvikrisis. And not only by Chayvei Krisis and not by Chayvei Lavin. Rabbi Shua, but we've also learned in our Shir the opinion of Rabbi Shua. And Rabbi Shua's opinion is that the only time a mamza is produced is from Mrs. Bezdin. Rabbi Shua, where does Rabbi Shua take this from? He says, the Torah says, Lichterachmona, the Torah says, Loyigal Knaf Oviv. Why did the Torah have to say the first part of the Pasuk of Loyikach Ishes Oviv Lomeli? The Torah should have just said from, the Torah should have just said the halacha of Loyigal Knaf Oviv, 
And we would have learned, and if we're learning that Legal Knaf Aviv is speaking about a Nusus Aviv or an ant, we would certainly know that Aishas Aviv, which carries with it a Mises Bezdin, produces a, a, a Mamzer. Why did the Torah have to repeat and mention as to be sure the words Layikach Ishes Ishes Aviv? El Alav Hachikomer. The Torah, the way to understand the Pasuk is as follows. Malayikach Alayigala. The Isser of Ishes, the Isser of Isser Layikach is applicable by a woman who is in the category of Layikach. That is the, that carries with it a Mises Bezdin. Ishes Aviv. A woman that was married to your father comes with an Isha Mamzer. Tfei, but anything more, further than that, loy have a Mamzer, is not going to be considered a Mamzer. So then, of course, the question is, why did the Pasuk have to say, loy gal In other words, the way Rabbi Shu was explaining the Pasuk, the model, the source for for Mamzer, is from the beginning of the Pasuk, of loyikach ishes eishas aviv. Loyigal knaf aviv, which is speaking about an ant, is not what loyigal knaf aviv, which is speaking about an ant, which is a chiv chorus, is not necessary. So the question is, if it's not necessary, because that's now what produces a mamzer, why did the Torah teach us that? So the answer is that the Torah wants to teach us that if somebody has relations with an ant, who besides being an ant is also a shemeris of Yobam of your father, the Allah is to teach us that you get two lavin. And according to Yehuda, Rashi explains, the Pasuk is ta- teaching us that there's an Isser of Anusus Aviv. Of course, Taisus asked the question, but this is a problem with Smuchim, because we're taking the first part of the Pasuk to use as the, as the source for Mamzer, and then the second part of the Pasuk, which is According to Yeshua, knaf aviv. No matter how you learn it, whether you learn it about shemeres yavim of aviv or whether you learn about nusas aviv, will not be a mamzer. How could you learn smuchim when there's something in between? Amr says Abaya, If somebody has relations with his wife when she is a nida, and even though Ralochi is the Rachmanul somebody who has relations with his wife when she's a nida is a chiv karis, the child will not be a mamzer. Similarly, says the Gemara, if somebody has relationship with his wife after she became a saita, that, we'll go, that the Allah is that one may not have relations with his wife while she's a saita. If he did have a relationship with his wife when she's a saita, the Allah is ain't a vlad mamzer, the child will not, the child will not be mamzer. Says the Gemara Nida, the reason why somebody has relations with his wife when she's a Nida, the child would not be a Mamzer, the Tafsubay Kedushin, because a woman that she's a Nida is still a woman that Kedushin is valid with her. Shinamar, the Tihi Nidasa Elav. The Tihi means Kedushin. The Gemara often, Masech the Kedushin, says the word Havaya represents effective Kedushin. So the Torah is saying, but the Hini does all of when she is a Nida, Shafil Bashas Nida, Tafsid Bar Kedushin. Saita Nami, and the same is the Aloha that if somebody has relations with his wife while she's a Saita, even though it's an Isalav, 
And even though Rabbi Kiva holds that from an Isalav, there is a mamzer, the child born from having relations with your wife when she was a Saita will not be a mamzer. The Tanya, the Tafsi by Kedushin, because Kedushin is, is Taisif. So the Chachamim are of the opinion that that Kedushin is not Taifus with Chai Vikrisis, but Kedushin are Taifus with Chai Vilavin. And therefore, Chachamim's opinion is that Chai Vikrisis make, make Mamzerim, not Chai Vilavin. The Gemara, however, says that, as we just learned, an ex- Nida is an exception to rule, and even Rabbi Kiva will agree that the woman, the child born from Anida, is not a ma- mamzer. The Saita, we also said, is also, also by Eloisa say, Arakiva will agree that the child born from a Saita is not a mamzer. Arakiva says, says Rashi, that if a woman divorces his wife who's a Saita and he remarries her, the Kedushin is is typhus. And as Rashi, as based on the Avni Malum, explains, that only an Isser, which is strong enough, that it prevents a Kedushin from being effective, that's where the child will be a Mamzer. But if we have a situation that the Kedushin is still valid, like by a Saita, the Alocha is that she the, the, she will not produce a mamzer. So since the Pasik is teaching us that as long as one married to the Saita, the Kedushin is valid, that's why the, ch- the child is not a mamzer. Tysus disagrees. Tysus says that the fact that the Pasik went, the Gemara went out of a way to teach us that Kedushin takes effect with a Nida. So Tysus says the fact that a particular Esser doesn't break an existing marriage doesn't mean is not enough for it to prevent it being a mamzer. Otherwise, why did the Pasuk have to bring the Pasuk of the Ramban, explaining Rashi, explains that Nida is different from Saita. Even if this Nida is strong enough to prevent Tavisa Kedushin, it wouldn't break the mad marriage because a nida is something is a sta- is a status which is temporary. Only when it comes to kedush soita that that's the we need the fact that it's typhus kedushin because it doesn't break an existing kedushin. Taina mihachi and says like we learned in the brisa haba if somebody has relations with a nida ala soita yavam that means. A Yavam, a, a brother di- somebody's brother died, and his wife is being waiting for Yivam Mechalitza. That the halacha is ain havlad mamza, because in all of these cases, the Torah says kedushin is typhus, and to, and the Torah says regarding a shemeres Yavam le'ezor. The Torah teaches us that if the Yavama will go and get married to someone else, which of course she should not have until Yibam Machalitza were done, the Kedushin is Typhus. Babaya, Abaya that did not mention a Shemeris Yovam as in the same category. Why not? Says the Gemara Abaya Shemeris Yovam Mesapkale. 
Actually, Abaya had a question how to treat a Shemaris Yavim. Ikarav, if to teach it, like Rav explains, that the Allah is that the Kedushin is not Typhus, and if the Kedushin is not Typhus with anyone else, then according to Rekiva, the child born from a Shemaris Yavim that married someone else would actually be a Mamzer, or is the Allah like Shmuel that the Kedushin is Typhus? And because of that machloikus of Rav and Shmuel, Abaya avoided speaking about the Shemeres Yavim who married someone else, would the child be a Mamzer or not? Amr Rabshim ben Azai. Rabshim ben Azai said that I found a Megillus Yuchsin and it spoke about the child born from Menashe's Ish. That was the child that's a Mamzer. Seemingly, any other child would not be a Mamzer. Tanim Rabshim ben Azai Oimer. Matsasi Gullus Yuchsin Yushalayim. I found the Metzilus Yuchsin, the Ksibai Ish Plani Mamzer Menashe's Ish. The, tire, the, the, the document said that a person was a mamzer because he was born from an ashes ish. And also it says there, Mishnah's Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, the opinion of Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, where you find the opinion of Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov throughout Shas, Kav, it's not that often that it's mentioned, the Naki. Every time he says something, the Allah is that we follow the opinion of Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, it's pure. And also it said in that document, the Kosba Menasha Haragaz Yeshaya. Menasha Melech was the one that killed Yeshaya. So I saw that the Sefer Avodis Yisrael explains what is Pshat of Elizabeth Yaakov Kavanoki. That what he said is not that much, but everything he said is correct. So the Avodis Yisrael explains the same Rebbe Elizabeth Yaakov says in Prikhi Ovis, Peri if you do a mitzvah, you get a malach that will protect you. When you do an avera, it's the other way around. And he continues saying, When somebody does tshuva and does mas and toivim, So Belezim and Yaakov is teaching us that every mitzvah that we do is very important, it has tremendous power. And v'shalom, the other way as well. That's why Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov was so concerned that everything he said should be, should be naki, it should be pure. Because the Avodah Yisrael goes on to explain, sometimes if chas v'shalom, somebody does a mitzvah, but the mitzvah is not done perfectly. So that malach that we just spoke about that's created from that mitzvah is also not perfect because the mitzvah wasn't done perfectly. And on the other hand, if somebody has Hashem does an Aveira, and the Aveira wasn't done that badly, the Malach that will be created from that Aveira won't be such a terrible Malach. Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov knew that every Dvar Torah that he's going to say should be perfect. He wants the Malach that's created from his Dvar Torah to be a perfect Malach. So what did Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov do? Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov was examined examined and was careful with everything that he said, that it should be truly perfect. And when he was able to be sure that it was truly perfect, that's when he said it. And that's when the malach that was created from what he said was not, was the dvatayr that he said was perfect. And that's why the Velazman Yaakov is Kavanaki. Amma Rava. Maiden What happened was that Menasha, why did Menasha, says the Gemara, kill Yeshaya, says the Gemara, because he 
judged him, the Katle, and then he he kill, killed him because he he's held that he had said something that was not he had done something that he said nevuah which was against what it says in the Torah, and that's why he felt he was mechuyiv uh, misa. I forgot to mention the rush says Mr. of Kavanaki Kav is the gematria of 102. So the Rosh says that there are 102 places that the Allah is like Rebelezer Menyakov. So the Gemara said that the he, he, reason he killed him was because he felt that he said things that were against Torah. And as I saw, Ramesh explains in the Dibras Moshe, so he considered him to be a Novi Sheka. Amalei, what did Menashe say to Yeshaya? Moshe Rabach. Said, it's impossible for a human being to see a Baruch Hu. Vat Amart, and you, Yishai, said, I saw a Kodesh Baruch Hu sitting, I was able to see a Kodesh Baruch Hu sitting on his throne. Moreover, he said, that whenever we cry out to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he hears us. Vat Amart, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is only found at certain times of the year. Moshe Rabbach Omar, Moshe Rabbeinu said, that Kodesh Baruch Hu gives you only the amount of years that you are entitled to, but you don't get more than them. That Amrit, and you, Yeshai, said to Cheskyo, you'll get 15 extra years. The Gemara Masech, the Brachis, that Fyur Amanalov tells us that Chizkiyu HaMelech was about to die. And Yeshaya came to him and told him, the reason you're going to die is because you never got married. So Chizkiyu responded, the reason he didn't get married is because he saw in Ruach HaKadosh that he will have children that aren't going the way they're supposed to go. So he, was prefer- he preferred not to get married and not to have such children. Chizkiyu, so Yeshaya told him, you our job in this world is to do what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do. It's our job to get married and have children. And whatever is, whatever will be, will be. So he said to him, Yishai then said to Chizkiya, but the Xerah that you have to die is already in place. So Chizkiya responded, that I have a Kabbalah for my forefathers. If a person is in a terrible place, he should always believe that there's always hope. And at that point, Chizkiah turned around to the wall, the Pesach says, and he davened to Hashem, and the Pesach says that Hashem tells you Chizkiah that you'll, get, you'll, get, have, you'll be added 15 years. Am Yishanabe. So Yishai said, Yodanabe, I'm quite certain that whatever I'm going to answer to Menashe, Deloi Mekabal, Whatever I say to him, he won't accept. And therefore, if I'm going to try to answer him, then he'll be amazed in, kill, in killing me. And I'd rather he not be considered amazed. In other words, he's going to kill me anyway. And since he's going to kill me anyway, that's why I might as well let him kill me thinking that he did the right thing versus then he did the wrong thing. So, um, um, so Yishai said, he said, shame, vivla arza, 
and he got swallowed up into a tree. Asul Arza. So Menashe brought that tree for Nasru, and he started sowing the tree, knowing that Yeshai is in that tree. Kimatala the Pume, when he got to the mouth of the tree, when he got to the mouth of Yeshaya, who was hiding in that tree, Nach Nafshe. That's when Yeshaya was Nifta. Shum the Amr, why specifically when it came to his mouth was the point that he died? Because Yeshaya spoke very derogatorily about Klaisrol. He said, I'm Tumas for Simon Yochish. He said, I'm t- I live amongst people who have Tumas for Saim. And as I saw many Mepharshim explain, we find that Yeshaya said much Musr about against Klaisrol. And that wasn't considered an issue. Why is this an issue? So Mepharshim explained, because this was something that Hashem did not tell him to say. And since it was not something that Hashem had told him to say, he said it on his own. That's why he's punished for speaking in such a fashion against Klai Yisrael. So I saw that the Yam Shlomo says that if somebody speaks in derogatorily about other people, but when he speaks derogatory about other people, he also mentions himself. So one would think, since he's mentioning himself, Dalach is, it should be so terrible. Here, when Yeshaya says the Yamsha Shloyma spoke, he didn't only speak about Kla Yisrael. He spoke about himself as part of Kla Yisrael. But Toich, I'm part of them. That still is not acceptable. We have to know that we have to not speak bad, even if we're including himself. And the Chavetz Chaim goes a step further. The Chavetz Chaim says that Yeshaya's intent when making these statement was not to embarrass, was not to embarrass them. All he wanted to do was, all he wanted to do was give them musr. Even when one gives them musr, the Allah is one has to be careful what to say. And I I saw that the Sefer Meir Shaloyach from the Ishbitzer says a, a very sharp fart. He says, look at the power of Yeshaya. Yeshaya was able, so to speak, to get swallowed up. If Loba he was able to get swallowed up by a tree. He was he had tremendous power. With that entire power that he had, if he spoke negatively about Kla Yisrael, for that nothing could protect him. But ask the Gemara, but Dodi, the Psukim that he said were difficult to understand. Says the Gemara, the Pasuk says, Veres Hashem, Kirtanya, Kala Nevi'im Nestaklu Baskal Yish Enemira. The Pasuk means to say that all Nevi'im did not see Akadosh Baruch Hu clearly. Moshe Ben Nestaklu Baskal Yamiri. So the Pasuk Peshat is, were you able to see him clearly? Moshe Ben was able to see him clearly. The other Nevi'im were not able to see him clearly. Another shot that I saw, it's like when you look at an image. So if you're looking at an image in a mirror, you're not gonna what's right is not is what's on your right is gonna be on the left of the mirror. And what's on your left is going to be on the right of the mirror. But when Moshe Benu looked at the looked at Navua, he was able to see it like everybody, like we see somebody directly, right is right and left is right. 
I saw that Sefer Yitzchak, Yismach Yisrael explains, the Pasuk says, for Yas Kain Aaron, that Aaron did what, whatever Hashem told him, and the Pasuk, and Rashi, very famous Rashi, says on it, Melamed, the teacher Shloishino, that Aaron did not deviate in any way from what Hashem told him. And many Mepharshim try to understand what is that mean, Shloishino. Of course, Aaron did what Hashem told him. The Pasuk is coming to teach us that Aaron was, at that point, was in such a high madrega that the Pasuk is teaching us Shloishino. He was at a madrega at that point of Askafaria Hamiira. He saw the he saw the Navua clearly, like Moshe Rabbeinu normally saw the Navua, and that's why it was considered Askaklaria and Amira. Another shot that I saw that when Moshe Rabbeinu saw Navua, it was it was with absolute clarity. When I speak about absolute clarity, there was no ambiguity what HaKadosh Baruch Hu meant when he saw it. Whereas, when, when they saw it, it was like with some ambiguity. Another Pshat, the Pash Pshat, the many Mepharshim explain that that's the Pshat that I just said, Shreb Tzadik. The Bnei Soscha in the Sefer Agra, the Paraka, says that Moshe Rabbeinu saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu as if he was awake. Like you see somebody else when they're awake. When when all the other Nevi'im saw, saw it, that saw the Nevo'ah, it was only like a column, like they were seeing something, like they were seeing something in a dream. What Yeshaya said, Dirsh Hashem Matzah, And what Moshe Beno said, that a Kodesh is always available, is B'tzibur. V'yachid Amos. And when is the time that Kodesh is available? Dirsh Hashem V'matzah, it refers to the Kippur between Roshani and Kippur that HaKadosh Baruch is even available to every, is extremely available to every one of us. And I saw that the Sefer Shem Shmuel explains the Pasuk calls it Dirsha Hashem B'Matzel. Matzel is a Metziah. It's a fine. It says the Shem Shmuel, what's the Torah teaching, what's the Pasuk teaching us? That the ability that we have to, to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu and be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu during the Aseret Shimei Tshuva, we should look at that as like we find a Metziah. If somebody finds something in the street, he looks at that as a tremendous Metziah, as a tremendous find. The Pasuk is teaching us how we should value the Aseret Shimei Tshuva. They should be viewed by us as a Metziah, as a great find. The Pasuk said, Moshe Rabbeinu says, a Mispah Yimecha Amalei, that Kodesh Baruch Hu gives you just the amount of days, but you can't get more than that. And Yeshaya says that you can get more days. Says the Gemara Tanoi. It's actually Machlokas Tanoi. The Tanya, the Bryce says, a Mispah Yimecha Amalei, Elish Neidarus, that these are the years that a person is decreed when he's born. Zacham Ashlim if he's worthy, they give him more years. Loi zacha, if not, he'll lose from the years. Diver Rebekiva. According to Rebekiva, a person only gets the amount of years he's supposed to have. He doesn't get more. The Chama, the opinion of the Chama, however, is, as Mispa Yemecha Amale comes to teach us, zacha, if a person is zacha, 
Mosifenloi. He gets more. Loi Zacha, even more than he was predestined. Loi Zacha, but if he's not Zacha, Pechsonloi, they take away from his years. Amru Loi Lebekiva. So the Chum asked to Rekiva, Hareu Oimer, the Pasuk says, Vasaftulach, Ayumech Hameshis Rishonim, that he got 50 next in years. So how do we understand when you say that he only got, that he can't get extra years? Answers the Gemara, Mishalai Yisifaloi. The extra years that he got don't mean, does not mean that he got extra years. It means those were the years that he was supposed to have and he lived out his years. Teda, it says the Gemara Raya, that he did not get anything extra. It was only what was predestined. The Pasuk says that in the time of Yeravam, who lived many years before Chizkyo, a child will be born in this family. His name is Yishyo. And the question is, that Yishyo was the son of Menashe. And if Menashe, if, Chizk, if the Chizkyo would have not, if the years that Chizki had were not years that he was predestined to have, were only added years, how could the Navi say with, with, with such certainty that Yechizkiah will have extra years, and during those extra years, he'll have the son Menashe? It must be that those were years that were already given to him, says the Gemara Rabbanon. So it's a raya that Yechizkiah didn't get extra years. Those were years that were already his from before. And as Rebekiva says, those were years that maybe he would have lost, but he didn't lose them. How do Rabbanon defend themselves against Rebekiva from this Pasuk? Miksiv, Mechizkiah, if the Pasuk would have said that he'll be born from Chizkiah, it would be a great right to Rebekiva's opinion. But the Pasuk doesn't say that he'll be born necessarily from Chizkiah. It says he'll come from the family based of Iksiv. It says he'll come from the family of Beis David. It might have been born from Chizkiah, and if it's not born from Chizkiah, it will be born from someone else. So Agamara just had a machloikas or Bekiva and the Chachamim if a person could have extra years or not extra year. The Gemara Maset Chagiga, we learned after Alarama Beis, Haman Aleph tells us a story where there was a certain woman who died before her predestined time the Malchamavis, there was a confusion, took the wrong person. Says the Gemara, the Malchamavis couldn't bring back that woman, but he gave those years to a person who was Maval Midoisov. Toysus explains why doesn't this Gemara pose a challenge to Rekiva? Says Toysus that Rekiva agrees that a person, even, that even though a person has predestined years, the years, sometimes if a person dies before his time, those years could be given to somebody else. So if that's the case, as the Masha and the Merochaner, so why doesn't our Gemara say, that's how we could understand the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. If we see Hosefaloi, it must be that he got the years from somebody else. So the Merochaner answers, if Chizkiah's extra 15 years would have been, as we just explained, years from somebody else, then he would have had to be like that someone else. Chizkiah was a king, and if he got those extra years from someone else, he would have not have gotten the years from somebody who was a king, obviously, and he wouldn't, therefore, lived those extra years. The Mfarshim go on to explain that 
The extra years are given specifically to someone who's maver al Somebody who's maver al why specifically somebody who's maver al Because those extra years that a person gets that he wasn't deserving of, just got it from somebody who died before the time, he has to be an individual who's able to share. He's a maver al He's able to share that he gives up from his years to someone else. Someone, whoever is not al Maba Midaisov doesn't have that ability, and therefore he doesn't get he doesn't get the extra years. Taisus asks that the Gemara and Masechta might cotton towards the Bnei Chayim Zayin the Labas Chusatayimilsa life and children and Panosa don't depend on Chusim El B'Mazel Tayimilsa. Every person has their a specific mazel. So how are we saying that the Rabbanans say that you could change and get extra years? Didn't the Gemara say that it's la b'schus talia milsa, el b'mazel talia milsa? So Taisa says, b'schus godl. Yes, under normal circumstances, everything is as it was predestined. But if a person does above and beyond what he's supposed to do, then the halacha is, Taisa says, that it doesn't depend on Mazel, that actually will depend on schusim. Says, says the Gemara, we learned that the Mishnah, all these cases, as long as your wife is alive, your first wife is alive, even though you're not married to her, you may not marry a Chay but once she passes away, you may. Ask the Gemara, comments the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Yosef, can't shun a Rebbe, over here, Rebbe teaches us Mishnah Shana Tricha. Because what was taught here was a specific Pasik. And the Pasik, and Gemara, there's no need for us to teach us something which is an explicit Pasik. So Tysus asks, there are many Mishnahis, there are many Mishnahis that teach us halachis that are in a Pasik. So why is he commenting that this is a Mishnah Shana Tricha? So the Ramban explains that if the, if a Mishnah mentions something that was taught in a Pasik, but it's something that we've already that learned in a Mishnah, so the Mishnah will go out of its way to teach it to us, so at least we should know it for other times. But this halacha of Achais Ishta is a halacha that we've learned so many times in our Masechta. So why was it necessary to be repeated in the Mishnah? That's why he commented that it's a Mishnah Shenet Tzricha. Hanulach Achayel Tzli Yivimtai, Hanulach Achayel Tzli Yivimtai, Hanulach Achayel Tzli